Okay, Hilchas Ishes Perkutes, Mitnai Ksuba. One of the Tnoyim in the Ksuba, that, that the obligation the husband has to his wife by virtue of having to pay her the Ksuba, or having to Mikhoyev the Ksuba to her. Shiyu Banam Hasacharim Yerishim Ksubas Iman. We touched upon this previously, now we're going to expand upon it. The male children inherit the Ksuba of their mother, Unadunyasa, and the Nadunya, meaning whatever she, Sheikh Nisa, Lavteras, Nichlisar, and Barzel, whatever thing she brought into the marriage. In, in the context of Nechitzer and Barzal. Nechitzer and Barzal, of course, is the, is the evaluation and establishment of a certain amount of to return to her when the marriage, if the marriage dissolves, he divorces her or he passes away. So that's, so, so, so if he passes away, divorces her, and he's mechoyiv to pay her the ksuba and Nechitzer and Barzal. If he marries her, he dies and divorces her? If he divorces her. Right. Now, if he dies, also oh. she's mechoyiv, she gets a ksuba and Nechitzer and Barzal. What if she dies for his marriage, she gets nothing. But and, and therefore her kids would get nothing. It's all part of the father's estate. So if he has two wives, one the suba was a million, one was a hundred. They both die before him. When he passes away, they divide the estate evenly. But the chamor masakin that the tenai should be that the, the children inherit the suba of their mother. Only afterwards they divide the estate evenly. So for example, lacha base. Kate said, for example, how would this work? Nasi Isha, he marries a woman. Ksubasa, when Yasa Elef, her Ksuba, together with the Nadunya she brought into the marriage, was 1,000. So, for example, she was 200. She was a Basula, it was 200 plus 800. Or she was a Bula, it was 900 plus, no, 100 plus 900. Yalda Benu Mesa Bachai, then he gave her to a child, she gave her to a child through him, and she passed away in his lifetime. The Achach Nasa Yashacharis, then he marries another, she passed, she passed away in his lifetime, yeah, Bebechayov. Then this widow, widower, excuse me, goes and marries another woman. Her ksuba and her dunya is only 200. She has a child as well. She also passes away in her lifetime. Who then he passes away? She passes away in the lifetime of her husband. Both women, both both them, both them, both them, 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 them pass away. Their, case, exactly. Who then he passes away? Now he leaves two children from two different, two separate wives. Right. He leaves an estate worth 2,000 zuz. Instead of dividing the estate, the estate evenly, 1,000 apiece, the son from the first one inherits a thousand. Alts the ksuba that his mother would have had had she outlived her, her, her husband. That he would have. That he would have. That she would have gotten the ksuba and he would inherit alts that. So he inherits the, that, that ksuba value from the estate. And the son from this other wife inherits two hundred via the ksuba of his mother. So what we have left? Eight hundred. And that the divine. That eight hundred divide evenly four hundred apiece. So the first one gets fourteen hundred. We had Ben Ashni, the Sheish Mesh, the other one has 600. Yeah? Which is the 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 the, the Tsain Barzal of the first wife is the It's the whole thing together. It's, 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 whether it's, it, it, it's the value of the Ksuba, 100 Jews or 200 Jews, the Sephis. The son of the first wife, he gets the Ksuba of his mother. The son right. of the second wife. The second gets the Ksuba of his mother. Right. So what's left over is the Barzal. No! Oh. It's what's left over? No. What's left over is the estate. Oh, the estate itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. Okay. Yeah, give me. So, the the same bars of the first of the, that's part of the ksuba that goes to still to the first kid. Essentially, the same bars is what she's entitled to, that oh. value she's entitled to if she gets divorced or widowed. Because she died first. Before I said, but went into the farm. Okay, got it. He, exactly, he keeps that value, but the that's kid gets it, right? That's what's really, really getting divided as part of the estate among the two kids. When you say the, whatever's remaining after they divide the ksuba value, right. that's what they get, right? Now, what if there's no Nikhil Barzal? Her ksuba is 200, her ksuba is 100. She was a basula, she was a baula. There's no same Barzal. What do you do? She gets 200, the other kid gets 100, and the rest is divided evenly. 
Right. You don't need same bars over here. It's just a way to explain. If it is same bars, that goes to the cheshbon. That's all. That goes to the cheshbon. Give a better one when it's applied. B'shem yachir yishal kadesh chiksumas dinu echad yish kadesh chikakosh b'shabah. This whole thing Chum established is only provided that after they make this uneven divide, um, that there's a dinner of the state remaining that that they could divide in the classic way evenly. If there's nothing, it's not if not a dinner, there's not more than a dinner remaining after they do this divide. Then the whole thing is divided fifty-fifty. Why? If you do this takan of binyan dirchin, where each one inherits the value of the mother's ksuba, you're not going to leave a dinner over or more to divide evenly among the yoshim. So you're using this takana of being different of each one inheriting the ksuba of their mother to override the regular ksuba, the regular concept of Yerusha Matera. There's a dinder rise of Yerusha, and that's 50 50. Now, or of course, as a shibachar, he gets more. Fine. Let's say there was a miscarriage, so there's no bachar. Fine. That to get the 50 50. So the chum come along and they say, besides the 50 50, a part of it's going to be set aside to divide unevenly based on this concept. But you have to have the basic din of Yerusha in place. If there's nothing left in Yerusha, you can't do that. Therefore, you have to make sure there's a basic, significant amount of a dinner. Two put is not sufficient. Has to be a dinner or more than a dinner, somewhat. Divide that even. And then the rest you can leave away to this to this concept of being different. But if this whole estate in our example in Halacha Bays, was one pruta less than two thousand zuz? You, you, you can't do that. By the way, both kids are bechayim from from both mothers. They, they two, that means the father has two bechayim. No, not, not for Yerusha. Not for Yerusha. If Yerusha only one bechayim, every man has only one one Matzat the first wife. What about the Matzat the second wife? That, that's a bechor. If if she gave birth to a boy, that's also a bechor. Not yeah, Ben. Not for Yerusha. If he, if he has three boys from this wife, three boys from that wife. No, no, one from each. If they're both bechur, it's 50-50 anyways. But no, he's not a bechur. I'm saying, so each one should get... Not a bechur. He's not a bechur. One of them gets 66%, one of them gets, one of them gets two-thirds, one gets one-third. There's only one bechur per person. Only A man can only have one bechur. Even if he has multiple wives. Yeah. Okay, the time Yerusha, only one Bukhar. Yeah. Same applies sometimes with multiple wives. Whether it's one after the other or simultaneously. They all pass away before him. He has multiple male children from them. Because females don't inherit this, this, this type of Yerusha. If after the whole values of the Ksubas are summed up, you have a dinner of the estate. To divide evenly among everyone, each one divide, gets the ksuba of their mother. Everyone, everyone, everyone gets the rest equally. Now it's not a gay whether or not that one dinner is divided in two, like our first example, or it's divided in twenty when we have uh, multiple multiple people. The fact is, there is a dinner to divide among the people. Hey, I imagine you have to have a pruta for person. That, that's right. the basic. All right. Hey, the chayr. Oh my if the if the orphans say, you know, in our example of the the guys who um, who who, who um, are supposed to get fourteen hundred. Um, and and uh, sorry, I to, yeah, right. You have the ones whose ksuba their mother was a thousand. The other one was two hundred. Let's say the whole estate is twelve hundred, so they can't do this like we just said. So they're going to say, you know what? We're going to donate a dinner to the estate. So that we ever take the ksuba of their mother, then we'll divide the, the dinner evenly. Ain't shame they don't listen to them. You you evaluate the property as it was at the time the father passed away. Nobody can add anything, and only if there is enough remaining for the after the ksuba to divide. In this uh, this uneven way based on their mother's ksuba and then have a dinner left over to divide evenly, then you do it, otherwise you can't do it. The most they get is the ksuba. Say again? Each, the most that each one got is the ksuba from the two boys. 
I'm sorry, I'm not following. Depends the on most they got out of this particular deal over here is that each one. One second, our example. There was no, there was no estate. Yeah, but here's the part: if if, if their super mother is a thousand, their mother super is two hundred, and the whole estate is twelve hundred, these get six, and these get six. They say, one second, no, we'll add a dinner. That would be the part we divide evenly, but the twelve hundred will get will get a thousand. You get two hundred because our mother soups a thousand. So we're going. We want to add to the estate to leave a, 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 a availability to divide oh, evenly. Yeah. So I'm saying you can't do that. You have to have. It has to be from the estate itself right, left over. We just learned the halacha here that says before that the soup of the mother goes to her, to her first child. That provided that we said in halacha right. dalid right. that exactly. besides that uneven divide, you have enough of the estate remaining of one dinner. To divide evenly according to the Rusha of Torah, which is 50-50. Right. And, not, not and here you don't have that. So they want to add a dinner to, to, to pretend the father was in the father's lifetime. They can't do that. Even though the Nechassim go up in value or down in value after the father passes away, when they come to divide it, you have to evaluate at the time the father passed away. So at the time the father passed away in this example, was 1200 They can't do this trick. I, the next day, the stock rose the double the price. Doesn't make a difference. Or if there was, it was 1300 next day the stock... Yeah. Went in half. Doesn't make a difference. You have to go. You go I mean, you could, you could do it. You go after the it was Bishas Mais of the father's passing. Vav. Which in the second example is interesting because the pile is not going to actually have the original to divide. But they could have when 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 the, the moment the father passed away. Just the estate got lost. Like there was a flood. Let's say so. Whatever. It's not their fault. If there was taka a dinner or more besides the value of the ksuba. So in our example, there'd be twelve hundred plus a dinner. Even though there's a star against the father that he owes this this uh, this uh, guy five hundred zuz, and your mind that's not considered to, to to reduce the value of the estate. Each one inherits the ksuba, so they get a thousand, they get two hundred. When the guy comes with the five hundred dollars star against the estate, they pay two fifty. Uh, no. no, as long as the father's, as long as the father's mechuyah to get the ksuba, the star, meaning that there's a lien on the estate, whether or not whether it's not to get the ksuba, even if this, even if it was before. No, he had the chayyim before the ksuba, before he got married, and he, the, the, this man may, may, uh, owed people money, and he had the star saying that I, I owe money. Then he marries these two ladies. That comes before the ksuba. So that's Benigayah him being mechuyah to pay the woman over here. Benigayah, they're right, the right of her sons to inherit from her estate. It's not Benigayah. So whether it's before or after, the estate is to pay back this chayv of the father. Right. And therefore, the, the, the heirs who are, have the estate, now they have to pay back the chayv. They, they, they have to satisfy that, that deed. Children are responsible for the chayv of the Yeah. yeah. A- after they after the mahalim? After they get the ksuba? It's no. against the estate. So, it, so, so it's, it, it's 50-50. So each each one is the estate is to pay five hundred. Right. So the chayra, each one of the kids is mechuyev to pay two fifty of this five hundred dollars each. That's that, that's how it's yeah. Before they get there, and there's not enough money, there's not enough money in, in the estate. Then 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 the yerushim oh they have to it's, it's a chayv on them until they get till they yeah. Children are responsible for, for the chayvus of the father. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. The, the, it's actually a mitzvah. It's a whole mitzvah to pay back the chayv of, of, of the deceased. Yeah. Um, Zion. Yeah. Excuse me, someone who married two wives. One passed away in his lifetime. One passed away after his lifetime. He has children from both of them. Male children from both of them. Even though he did not leave more than the value of the two ksubas. Remember, one of them passed away in his lifetime, one of them passed away afterwards. If the one who passed away after him, meaning she was alive by his leviathan, 
And therefore, and when he passed away, and therefore she's entitled to be paid a ksuba according to the din, din Torah. And she made the and she makes a shvuah before she passes away, which entitles her to collect her two hundred zuz of the shvuah of the of the ksuba, Excuse me. But now a kaidin which is ksubasa. Then her sons come first to inherit the ksuba of their mother. They don't inherit their mother's ksuba based on simply this tanai of getting your mother's ksuba when she passes away in your father's lifetime. El It's This is her money. She passed away. The father passed away. She's entitled to 200 zuz. She makes the shvua before she had a chance to pocket the money or to transfer the money to her bank account. She passed away. Fine, but the money's rightfully hers. Therefore, it's rightfully her kids, her, her, her heirs. Then afterwards, the children of the um, the, uh, the the first wife who passed away in, their, in, the, in the husband's lifetime will inherit their mother's ksuba simply based on this tanai. If anything remains, they divide it evenly. So over here, because the sons are not both inheriting in the same same level, one is inheriting Menatera. In other words, they're getting the mother's ksuba by din derais of the heir of Yerusha, and the other one's inheriting from the din of inheriting the ksuba based on the explanation we had in the base. So it doesn't have to have a din remaining in order to make sure that you're doing the the the, 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 the Yerusha Because when they get their mother's ksuba, uh, because when they get their mother's ksuba, um, so that is a Yerusha, Din Yerusha Even though it's not the father's estate, but that's considered sufficient to say that we're doing here the Din Yerusha. I think that's the Vart. Akaponim, in this case, uh, you don't have to have a, a uh, you know, it's a theory in our example. If the, the Ksuba of one was 1,000, one was 200, and the whole estate was 1,200, yeah, you would still you would say that the, that, 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 that the Almona who passed away, uh, the, one, the one who passed away later, Made a shvua is entitled to her thousand before she pocketed it. She she, um, she passed away, so her kids get that thousand. Her boys get that thousand out to Yerusha. That's their Yerusha, and the one who passed, and then the one who's the one who uh, passed away in the father's lifetime. So those boys say that we are entitled to two hundred from the estate because we inherited our mother's ksuba, even though she never had a right to collect it. She passed away first, as you said in Lacha Beis. That's 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 how you would do that, and even though there's no dinner remaining. Um, to, to specifically uh, divide in the Yerusha of uh, classic, to divide the father's state in half. What happens if the Almana who passed away after the husband passed away, but she didn't make a Shavuah? Then only the first ones inherit the mother's Ksuba, because they have a Tanai, they have a, the right to inherit it from this Tanai the Rabbanon. Of because their mother passed away in their father's lifetime, they are entitled to that ksuba from the estate, as you said in Allah The other woman who passed away after the father, she's entitled to a ksuba, but only if she makes a shvua. If she dies before she makes a shvua, she loses a ksuba. So only the first ones are, are, are shaykh to the, uh, to the Yerusha, to the, to the extra money. So in this case, you would give them the 200, and then the other 1,000 divide 50 50, 7 to this, 5 to that. Okay? Ches. He was married to two wives. And he had children from his wives. And then he passed away. Then the wives passed away. If they made the shvua to collect their own ksuba, and afterwards they both passed away, but they didn't collect the ksuba though, then each of the two sons, the two groups of sons, inherits their mother's ksuba value as Yerusha Shotayda, because they are their mother's heir. Right, Children come first. Again, not, not part of this tonight. And in our example, they would get 1,000, they would get 200. And it's not like if this whole estate is only 200, it's 1,200, you, st- you would still say that. Um, if the whole estate, in fact, is less than 1,200, you would say that they, they let's say it's, it's only 600. 
So if they're going to get 500, they'll get 100 because it's important. We don't care whether there's anything remaining after, after the uh, division or there's not. It's irrelevant. Okay, so what I said was just now is not so true. The first, right, the first wife who passes away, they precede the second one because once she passes away, they're entitled to the full value of the ksuba. Right. And then if the second, when the second one passes away, their kids are only entitled to whatever's remaining after that value. So in our example, if it's 600, and the, first, the one whose ksuba is 1,000 passes away, the other kids get nothing. And if the one whose ksuba is 200 passes away first, her kids get 200, the only ones only get, the only ones get, 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 get four, yeah. The Yimlai Nishbu, if they never made the shu, they allow... Exactly. I'm saying one with the example that I'm saying in the Pesach Gimel, where their ksuba is 1,000, and the, the other one's ksuba is 200. That's, how did they get 400? Because the first one who passed away, her ksub was 200, her kids get 200 first. Right. Then whatever, whatever's left over, we go for them. In this case, I said, I said if the estate was 600. Yeah. If the estate was 600. They get to, they get to there's 400 left, and the second one still get four. Why should they get four? But they get 1,000, but it's not enough for them. So you give them four only. That's it. Or, or the second one's ksub of 1,000. Right, I'm saying the oh. example, I keep going back to the example of Locha Bays, where one's wife's ksub was 1,000, one wife's ksub was 200. Usually it's the first wife's 1,000. Oh yeah, that's how it is. Okay, but okay, fine. So, but it could be she got married first, but she passed away second. The vote whoever passed away first. That's the vote. Um, yeah, one second. If it says a reshaina, it means the one who passed away first. I think right. not the one who, who 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 got married first. Right. I think. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, fine. But each 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 of them had had their own yorshim. The, the, the each yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so the, whoever passed away first, those Yorshim can get from that particular mother that passed away. Right. Okay, I mean, so yeah. in this case, we said that right. not that. Right. Right. Let me finish Aloha. Yeah. They both passed without Shavuah. They're Cholak and Akbar and Then, since neither wife is entitled to Aksuba, they just divide the whole state evenly. There's no concept over there of earning Aksuba. If you should ain't Almona, Aksuba, Achitov, Almona only has Aksuba after the Shavuah. Before the Shavuah, she's not entitled to anything. Because we don't know if she was Michael or not, for example. Yeah, sorry, you were saying. So, again, that case you just said before, that you have, uh, uh, you have 200, you have 1,000, okay? Two, two, two moms, right. right? And each one has their own inheritance. Now, the one that... that heirs, yeah. Right. Heirs, okay. Yeah. Well, they didn't have it. Okay, the, 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 so you have the, the mother that, that has the, has the ksuba for 200 passes away first, so the, the, her children get 200. After her husband, you mean, right? What? You're talking about after her husband or before her husband? Before her husband. Oh, before husband. Okay, that's a whole different case. Now, over here, the case was afterwards. After husband over here, was, it, was a, it was after husband passed away. Right. But well, the husband passed away first. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the husband passed away. Then each of them, each of them uh, passed away afterwards. So whether or not we'd say if the kids get the ksuba of their mother's value depends whether or not the mother's made the shvua entitling them to the ksuba or not. Got it. Okay. Tess. One did not make a shvua. The one who made the shvua, her kids do it. Her kids inherit the ksuba first. The other, the rest will be divided evenly. Because again, the one who made the shvua, her kids get their 200 or 1,000, whichever one it is, and everything else is even. Whenever someone inherits the ksuba of his mother, because she passed in his father's lifetime, according to the halacha we explained uh, in halacha Aleph and Beis, they cannot get from the chasm shabadim. You can't go to the guy who, who bought property from the father 20 years ago and say, listen, listen, sir, I'm sorry to let you know, there's a lien on this property from my mother's ksuba. If she was here, she could take it from you, so I'm taking it from you. That's not how it works. They can only get it from available properties, as every, every, every regular Yerush. Yud. Okay, that's as far as what's called binyan dichri. Now we're going to talk about a new concept, the husband's obligation to feed his wife's kids, his wife's daughters, excuse me, specifically. 
that the daughters have a right to be sustained from their, their, the state of the father after he passes away, until they become a Kodesh, until they grow up and become adults. Uh, uh, 12 months past Bas Mitzvah. Where they can defend for themselves. If the daughter becomes 12 and a half, even though she did not, or sometimes it can be even later than 12 and a half, as you said, but 12 and a half, let's say, assume, assume even though. She's not in the Kodeshes, or in this Arasa, or she becomes a Kodeshes, even though she's still a minor. She's not entitled to food anymore from the estate. The kids can go tell her, the other Yerushim can tell her, you're not getting food from us anymore. A daughter who is, who is sustained and fed from her father's estate after he passes away, who gets the money she makes when she babysits? The thing she finds and the income she earns is her own. Not to the brothers. Even though the father would get it, if he was alive, the brothers don't get it. Even though, even though they're supporting her. Yep, even though they're supporting her. We uh, give, uh, establish for the daughter food and clothing and a place to live from her father's estate. As you to the Amonah. And you sell to feed the daughters and to clothe them without uh, announcing it, even though, even though that would drive the price up and get more money, but you don't do that because it's embarrassing. The same way you sell property to feed the Amana and to clothe her. Except the woman, you give her based on her social status and her husband's social status, everyone is higher. If the daughters just give them basic necessities, you don't give them extravagant things, even though they're used to it. The daughters don't have to make a shvua that they never gave their father permission not to feed them. It's not a give. No. We assume that's not that's not that's not relevant. No. So um, there is there is uh, apparently a place who learns and tastes that that you have to do that, but that's not the uh, which is interesting because if they're, if they're if they're a katanim, how do you make a katanim a shvua? I don't know. I guess uh, yeah. Okay, that's you pick. Twelve and a half, you said. So that's one possibility. It's also possible to kids. It's a five-year-old kid you're feeding oh, them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. About us. Yeah, because again, uh, you would. Yeah. Maybe she's twelve in three months. She's an adult. So okay, all right. Yeah, an yeah, I don't know. Okay, you For a daughter to inherit their mother's ksuba, that's not done. And and uh, excuse me, the sons don't inherit the ksuba of their mother or the daughter being fed based on these conditions. Unless they have a stock ksuba to prove that their mother is someone who was owed a ksuba had she been alive, if she is, if she is alive, excuse me. So the father's obligation to feed his mother, his wife's daughters is part of his obligation to her. And according to the Rambam, if she's to him, she's not, he's not to give her anything or his daughters anything. If the way over there is not to write a contract, a written ksuba, it's just an oral assumption, then they have only based on the regular assumptions because we assume that, that, that it's there. Let's be right, that's not there. So... She's not, uh, the wife is not uh, to like uh, say that Ksuba is hers and, her, and, her, and her, the money from the Ksuba is hers. Well, is she to make that tiny, you mean? To say that I'm yeah, telling yeah, yeah, Oh, that's sure. just the way it was. She gets. She had because she's entitled and Torah says for her to have it. Right, no, so there's an obligation the husband to pay the ksuba, but the question over here is what oh, happens. The only, the only, the only the husband is mechoyev to give it, but the wife is not mechoyev to say, I want it, it's mine, I'm going to keep it, I'm going to use oh, it. Oh, is she allowed to mechoyev it? Well, the you question said, you said, if right. she. Right, so the she, question is, can she mechoyev Good, but the fact that if she is mechoyev that works. 
Now, is she allowed to do that? Or is that a, is that a bad, is that a, you know, do we say no, 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 bad shame on you? Good question. That's another, another topic. But the fact is, if, he, if she is Michalit, the Michalit is legitimate and the husband owes nothing. Is that okay to do or not? Is that, you know, that, that's another conversation. Okay. Yud Gimel. Someone who makes, a, at the time he passes away, so he's, he's giving an oral will. And there's a concept that when a person gives people and, and divides his estate orally when he, when he, on his deathbed, Chazal gave that division, the status of a Kenyan, so the person should have peace of mind on, on his deathbed, that whatever he says is going to happen. And he's doing that on his deathbed. And he wants to uproot one of the terms of the Ksuba. For example, he says, Don't feed my daughters from the estate. Don't feed my, my widow from the estate. Don't let the sons inherit their mother's Ksuba. These guys get a thousand, these guys two hundred. Divide everything evenly. I don't like this whole thing. We don't listen to him. If he gives everything he owns as a gift to somebody else, since this whole concept of dividing an estate by, by orally, only, he says, this guy gets 200, this, this guy gets 1,000, this friend gets this house, all whatever he says, the Kenyan only happens after he passes away. If he has a miraculous recovery, nobody gets anything. will say, therefore, because it only happens after he dies, comes out the gift he's trying to give to this guy, and the chiv to, to, um, to let his estate and, and do all these conditions uh, of uh, feeding his wife and his daughters come at the same time. Therefore, his wife and children, his, his wife and his daughters will still inherit from the estate. And the sons will inherit the ksuba of their mother should she pass away before the, who, who passed away before the father. Because this whole concept of... Of, of dividing the state orally only, only takes effect after he passes away. And once he passes away, the chiv, the chiv is in place to give them the, all these different conditions. So he doesn't have a right anymore to... So in other words, it hits a dead end. It's like he it's like the, it hits a brick wall before it, has, before, it can, before it can take effect. So he's saying, it's like saying that tomorrow at this time, this and this should happen. But before that time arrives, another chiv comes and makes, makes it not impossible to happen. Okay, yeah? You doubt it. When you have a daughter who protests, the case of Amamenes, right, is that she gets married as a child, and um, and and uh, no, you did, you doubt, yeah, right, yeah, you doubt. So you have a daughter who uh, is protests, meaning she's a, she gets her father marries her off as a little kid, or her brothers marry off as a little kid, not her father, sorry, her, her, her as the father passed away, so her family could marry her off as a minor, as like a five year old child even. And it's a marriage with Rabbanon. And when she becomes an adult, she has the choice of saying, I'm happy with this marriage. And the marriage is Mekoyim. And then it, 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 it's sustainable. And she's fully married. Or she says, I changed my mind. I don't, I don't like this. And anytime she says that before, before Bas Mitzvah, then the marriage is dissolved just by her protesting it. That's Mamedes. She's like other children. And she's entitled to food. I, she has a husband. But since the whole marriage is, is in limbo, she's entitled to be fed by her father's estate. However, a daughter of the Yavama, meaning the husband passed away and he had no kids. His wife got married to his brother. They did Yibum. And they, had a, they have a daughter now. And the daughter of a wife who is not, you're not supposed to be married to her. Like uh, one of the relatives who said you're not supposed to marry me, I'll tell you. Yeah, so a shniya, a shniya, the Ramam, we had before, the Ramam calls him a Drabanan, but really it sounds like it's material, but it's only a laugh. Yeah. I think so, I think so. Because yeah. although over there also had another thing, another category that's also 
not allowed in Mediterranean, but it's not a Chiyav Karis. I'm not totally sure if it's Mediterranean or Mediterranean. I'm sorry, I just partially forget. But it's basically not allowed to be married to them. Basa Arusa, a daughter he has to his Arusa. So before the Nesuyin, he had relations with his Kala. Well, let's say, for example, he was, let's say he was Mekadosh Bebiya, and she became pregnant and they had a child. She's only in She's in He has relations with an Anusa, someone who they were married. They don't have food after the father passes away based on this time because you're only to pay your wife's daughters and your, your daughters if there's a ksuba. And none of these people, there's no ksuba. There's no ksuba if you stand have a girlfriend. There's no ksuba if, uh, if it only and not in the zone of And if she's a shniya, there's no ksuba because not, the whole idea of a ksuba is don't be so fast to divorce her. If she's a shneer to you, she's not allowed to marry you, we want you to divorce her. So there's no ksuba there. And when case comes to you, Vama, again, the, 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 the ksuba... What's an example of a... Uh, by a Vama, the ksuba, by the ksuba responsibility is on the, um, the, the Yavam, not on the... Uh, um, so why would you think Taka Bechlal is... Uh, Right. So the brother who does yibum, he inherits his brother's estate, and that from there he has to also make a commitment to his wife's ksuba. But that's only for her. That's not for the daughter. Right. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Before I translated it, that she did yibum had a daughter. No. She 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 may have come into the marriage with a daughter from another person. Oh. No, it's his Basi Yavama. Basi Yavama. Yeah. No, so yeah, so the yeah. Yavama, she does Yibum. Then with the, with the brother who's still alive. Then they have a child. So even no, no, though... They, they yeah, yeah, yeah. They a child from the first brother? No, 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 no obviously no, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh, second yeah. brother. Second, second. So now the, the brother who passed away, his estate is, her, is inherited by the brother who married his widow. And that is commitment to his wife's Ksuba. But that's a commitment to his, to, to, to his, his wife, former, former sister-in-law, now his wife's Ksuba. Um, but not, but not, um, but not, but, but not, but not, uh, for the daughter. So he's Mechoyev, um, well, he's, it's not the first guy's daughter anyway, so why would you think that, that it should be from his estate? Yeah, because she married yeah. the brother because of the fact that... Uh, through the brother, she, she, yeah. she fulfilled so, the, the, the so, 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 of the so, brother that passed away. So, so he's only to pay for the, 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 the of the wife herself. He's not because he owes the ksuba to her if he divorces her, he dies. But the, the ksuba is never collected. The whole idea of supporting the daughters is only in the event that you have to pay out the ksuba. Part of the obligation of paying out the ksuba, 200, 100 zuz plus is paying out food, food, food stamps to the daughters. Over here, there was never ksuba paid because when you do yibum, you don't collect the ksuba. Oh, so therefore, the, there's an obligation to pay the guard, to pay the daughters. So, so the limud the, the over here is, is that 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 the, the, the progeny of of a, of a, of, a, of a, the second brother, right, is not really his. It's really from the. It's really the, the. It really. It's it's a way of saying it's the first brother that passed away. No, if I cared over here, we emphasize that this daughter, because she's the result of the second marriage, the first brother's ksuba doesn't have to pay her any food. Even though the, her biological father has an obligation to pay her mother a ksuba from the first brother's estate, 
That's only if the marriage ends. But the marriage didn't end. They're married still. I'm, a, I'm misunderstanding it from uh, Yehuda. Oh, you're, you're saying it's still the same marriage? If no, no, it's not the same marriage. Okay. It's not the same marriage. But the chiv of the ksuba is saying there was never paid. That's a continuation. We, 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 never, we never got to the point where he's going to pay out the ksuba. You only have to pay the daughter's food for food, food supply once the ksuba has to be paid out. And the ksuba doesn't have to be paid out over here. Because the ksuba only is paid out. Usually a person passes Why? away. He passes away. Yeah, but over here she's doing gibum. So what? So she doesn't get ksuba. Instead of her getting her 200 zuz, the brother marry, has, has to mar- marries her. He's a chuyuf to, to owe her 200 zuz if he ever divorces her, he dies. And the estate of the first husband goes to the second brother to pay that ksuba out if it ever happens. But until it happens, there's no, there's no food obligation. Because all these, because there's no mazenius to the girls until, on this tonight, uh, until after he passes away. If he's still alive, who he's to pay for them. As is a regular case of any other son and daughter while he's alive. You have to, pay for, you have to, you have to support your children. So that's, 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 that's why there's no ksuba in all these cases. Okay, Someone who does kedushin to a daughter who is being fed from her brothers who inherited the father's estate. The father passed away. The brothers inherit the whole estate and they have to give food to the, to the girls, right? They have to... Um, uh, sorry. So, and then one of the girls, someone, she gets married, someone's Bekadashir. He has to feed her when he's Bekadashir. Not, not only by the Nisuyin, usually it's by the Nisuyin. Here it's from Erisin already because she no longer is getting fed from her brothers. What's the next word in your Rambam? Ella? Or what? Keep going. Umishan is Arsa, Vina Begeras is how it is. Okay, it's fine. So Umishan is Arsa, and someone who does Mukudeshes, Vina Begeras, which is not yet a Begeras, Kadesh doesn't ask much, not old enough to feed herself. She's a Katana or Nara, she's not yet 12 and a half. She's younger than 12 and a half. So therefore, we assume the husband doesn't want her to embarrass herself and go collect stuck on the doors. Therefore, Back then, she was already a, a, a full-grown woman. If the daughter gets married fully, she has a suyin, and then she protests, the, and, but she's young, she's a minor, and she protests the marriage, or, or she gets divorced, or the guy, the guy dies. Even if there's, 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 there's no kids, and therefore she's gonna, there's a brother waiting to marry her. Since she goes back to live in her father's house, and she's too young, she's younger than 12 and a half, she goes back to being fed by her father's estate until she becomes a begaris or gets married, because she's young and the marriage dissolved because she protested or was divorced or widowed while she's a little kid. You die. Someone who passed away and leaves sons and daughters behind. And the sons inherit everything. And they have to then take from that fund and feed the good daughters, their sisters. Until the daughters become um, adults or until they get married. That's when there's enough for the estate to feed the sons and daughters until the daughters become adults. That's what we could say is the Chasim Rubin is a lot, it's a large estate, wealthy estate. If there's less than that, it's not sufficient to feed everybody. Then you take, you make a calculation how much it's going to cost to feed all the daughters until how she's two and she's seven and she's nine years old to feed everybody until they get, will be adults. And you give them that food and if there's any left over, you give that to the sons. If there's only enough to feed the daughters, 
The daughters get fed from there until they grow, until they become adults or they become erisin. The sons can go and collect stock by the door because for girls to go collect stock is not as acceptable for the, as, as for boys. Is acceptable or is not acceptable at all? It's not as acceptable. For girls, it's less acceptable. Therefore, we give them money to feed themselves. And the, and the, and so if we have to choose who's going to go collecting, let the sons do it. Right? There's more people to get seven seven. Less dangerous. Less dangerous is more people than seven seven. You know, it's exactly. Yes, men. And I imagine if the girls get all get married and now they don't need to be fed anymore, and we have money left over, and we gave them because they all got married at the age of five, and now there's money left over for the sons. You give to the sons. Yes, men. When it's applied, but you need karka when there's karka. I will email you the other talton. If there's only talton. Since the whole right for the girls to collect uh, food from the rural property is only from the Gaurinim and the Gemara, it's not from the Gemara, it's only it's a post The Sons and daughters have even rights to these minimal amount of the estate. The Kiddush of the of the Takana is the Metaltlin. When it comes to Metaltlin, instead of the kids getting the sons getting everything, the girls have right to it equally like the sons do. But not that, not that they have more right though. It's only equal. That's what the Gaonim said to do. You test. He didn't have karka. If he did leave karka, the very minimal time it passed away. Afterwards, it became much more. In that event, it goes from a value. Now the sons inherit it. So it's much more than necessary to feed the girls. Now the sons will talk inherit a nice portion, and the girls will get their portion to feed them. If it didn't go up in value, if the sons go and they act in very sneaky and they sell the property that's minimally and it's supposed to be left aside for the girls to feed themselves, and they sell to somebody else, they have now they pocket the cash. The sale is legitimate, and of course, they are not doing the right thing. If lot the chasim, but there's a lien on the property because the father borrowed a million dollars ten years ago. Or we made a tnai in the ksuba, so it's a it's a tnai from the ksuba itself. It says in the ksuba that the wife will will uh, with the daughter will, daughter will, will be fed from the from the estate if he, if he divorces or if he dies. The chayiv nor the obligation to feed the daughter from the ksuba is not considered to be mitzvah the chasim. The sons inherit everything. They pay up the the chayiv on the estate. And they feed the wife of um, uh, the daughter of the father's wife, possibly their mother even, until... The problem, you know, which is their mother, until the time, with whatever time it says in the Ksuba, or until she becomes an adult. And the girls are, um, are, are fed, are sustained, until they become adults, or until they become married, and they are leave the domain of the brothers. So, so what's the void when it says the sons inherit everything? So they, they inherit everything. It's their responsibility to pay for these things, right? So the, way, the way that it... Uh, in other words, we're not going to say that, oh, there's so much of a chayv over here, so therefore it's considered chasim muatim. No, they inherit everything, and then they, they have to, from that, go and... and, uh, and um, and they, they, they basically derive their sustenance from the estate together with the daughters until the funds are completely depleted. Okay, A person leaves behind a widow and a daughter. From her or from a different wife. And there's not enough in the estate to feed the daughter and the wife. Who should go collect stoka? How many zaynes? The amana gets fed, gets sustained, gets fed uh, food from the estate. The daughter is the one who should go collect stoka. 
That their obligation to feed these daughters takes precedence over the sons' right to inherit the ksuba of their mother if, when the mother passed away in the father's lifetime, as, as we said in the beginning of the Pesach, even though they're both tonight of the ksuba that Chacham created. It makes perfect sense. If the Yerusha Matator, which Matator, the sons get everything, the daughters get nothing. If that's pushed aside because of Chamed at the corner that the daughters do get something to be fed, that certainly the, 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 the Yerusha of, of the mother's Ksuba certainly, certainly gets pushed aside, pushed aside in, in, in consideration of feeding the daughters the food. Someone passed away and left daughters who are adults and, and children. So two, let's say two two-year-olds and two 20-year-olds. There's no sons. We don't say, make, set aside food for these two two-year-olds for the next 10 years to become adults. Then divide everything equally. And you're going to say it's not fair because these, 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 these ones are, are getting a head start because they were fed from the estate all these past 20 years. These guys are going to have to start fending for themselves. It doesn't make a difference. We don't say that. But it passes away. You divide the whole thing 50-50. Okay. Yeah,